Support for this podcast comes from PayPal. Small business owner, PayPal QR codes are the safe and easy payment option. It's all the security PayPal is known for online, in person. Cash only, QR codes allow you to accept credit or debit with everyday low fees. No additional hardware or software needed. Use the app to generate your unique QR code. Customers scan your code with their PayPal app to pay you. Learn more at paypal.com slash us slash get QR code. This is episode number 32 with our guest, Brandon Broadwater. Welcome to the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. My name is Josh Carey. You want in on a little secret? I was in hiding for 40 years. Yeah, I was hiding every part of myself in every situation. And I can tell you one thing, hiding sucks. I'm now on a mission to help extraordinary people like yourself rediscover the world around you, connect beautifully with others, and excel tremendously in all you set out to do. Join in. It's The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Hey guys, thank you for joining us, tuning in. Welcome into the studio. You're tuned directly into the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Josh Carey. Have you ever found yourself staring at the ceiling thinking, how much worse can things get before they get better? Or wondering why things are even like this in the first place as you look around and clearly see the action you're taking with little to no results, right? It's crazy. You are taking action. You're not sitting on the couch all day playing Xbox. You are doing things. And that seems to be even more frustration because you know deep down inside you are capable of much more than the life you find yourself living. Boy, was that my story for decades. All of that turned into a consistent life of frustration, confusion, aggravation, and anger. Oh, God, was there some anger. That's the worst part of it all, by the way. And that cycle continues. Shall we make a deal? Are you ready, willing, and able to begin to break that cycle, to finally achieve exactly what you know you are more than capable of? Work with me here. It's so possible. And my guest today is the one to get us moving down that path. Are you ready? It's Brandon Broadwater, coolest name in the biz, FYI. He's the founder and CEO of Master Your Power Within, a personal development training company that helps you reach your peak performance in all areas of life. There is so much here. Let's get right to it. Welcome to the show right there. It is Brandon Broadwater. What's going on, my man? (laughs) It's great to be here. Thank you for that gracious introduction. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. My pleasure. I'm excited certainly to have you. I'm not kidding when I say I'm so excited for all this because everything that I've experienced and lived for decades is exactly what you do. You help us get over and through that. One of the things I've heard you say is that I believe your internal world is what ultimately creates your external abundance. Tell me exactly, what does all that mean? So for anything on the outside to last, we need to win from within. And you see things, for example, a lottery winner. Why is it that statistically people who get a lot of money like that, they lose it? It's because money runs away from people who don't know money principles and don't live money principles. Same thing with relationships. If we want to have a fantastic relationship and we're not fantastic on the inside, then a fantastic person's not going to be or want to be around us. So in other words, one of the secrets that I've discovered to life is that if we want to have all the great things that life has to offer, we can have those things if we first win from within. If we don't win our battles within on a daily basis, then anything and pretty much everything good that comes into our lives will eventually run away from us if we're losing our battles within. And we see this in drug addiction. 
right? Somebody loses battle after battle after battle after battle, and opportunities, people, and things end up leaving their life. But it's the opposite. When we win our battles within, and we become better, and we start to reach our potential, and we become who we really are, then what can start to happen is that good things start to come, and they stay. And I've been like you, too. I've gone through seasons in my life where life was nothing what I wanted it to be. Nothing. And I know what it's like to lose my battles within. And I know what it's like to lose trust with people. I was a troubled teen and I was, you know, I, was, I had to learn some hard lessons in my life. But I also know what it's like to turn around and to, to win those battles and to climb out of those holes and, this, and to, to, to not have to get my butt handed to me in life. And I believe that if we lose our battles within, I believe the universe is watching and aware of us and the universe will come and spank our butt to help wake us up to our potential. And so how about we get out of our own way, start winning our battles, stop playing games in our minds, thinking that, oh, if I want that thing that's out there, then I just have to do what that person did. But we don't, you don't just do what other people do because you can't see what they, what they really did. It's not their external actions. The people who are masters, the people who are incredible in this life, they win their battles within. And you can see this all over the place. You see people on the news. You see people who had everything this world has to offer. But because they were losing their battles within, they end up making dumb decisions. And then because of some dumb decisions, they end up losing everything, including notoriety, wealth, everything. And why is that? It's because they started to lose their battles within. So when I talk about how to win from within. And when I talk about how to have all the things on the outside and we have to get ourselves right on the inside, that's what I'm talking about. See, people don't, people miss this. They think, oh, I want to be a real estate investor. I want to be an incredible business owner. Well, to start a business, I'll just go, or invest in a property, I'll just go buy a property or I'll start a business. What people don't realize is that when you put a property under contract to buy one, if you want to create income like the rich and abundant and buy a property, rent it out, what they don't realize is that you could train a hundred people on exactly how to run a business, on exactly how to invest in real estate. And guess how many people are going to do it? Why don't they? Why is it only 3% that actually make it? Why is it only the top 3% that actually go through the process and have success? I'll tell you why right now. It's because the ones who win, the 3% that do it, are the ones who win their battles within. It's the ones who sleepless nights, doubts creep in. The naysayers start to naysay. How are we going to navigate through that? We have to know how to win from within. And there are ways to do it that works, that are principle-based, that work every time. Uh, unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you for spelling <laughs> all that out. So let's get strategic and tangible for a minute because in the opening, I was that person days and days of nights and, you know, weeping, staring at that ceiling, just wondering how did I get here? How am I going to get myself out? I want to win from within. What is that first step? That's a great question. So how do you win from within? I think the first step, and there's a lot of things you can do. One of the first steps is to realize that we cannot play games in this life. We can't, this whole thing, I've never understood this. What happens to me at home, it means nothing and is different than what happens to me at work. Or who I am at work is different than who I am at home. That's kind of like saying what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But even, right? That whole mentality is crazy. It really is because it's basically saying I'm two-faced. It's basically saying that I'm an awesome business owner and I make millions of dollars and I beat my, my family when I'm at home. I mean, that, that's crazy. It, it is not an abundant perspective. And that even the thought thereof is a hyena perspective. And, and there's two things that are inside of us. All of us have two parts within us. We have a lion inside of us, which is awesome. This is our higher self. This is the, I'd even say it's our spiritual component, right? We, this lion within is the courageous part of ourselves that does what is right, that's, that leads with courage, right? On the other side, we have also an internal hyena. This internal hyena is the excuse maker. It's the one that wants to take the easy route. It's the one that, uh, that gives, makes excuses. It's the one who says in a relationship, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. Right? Instead of, 
a lion would be the first one to say, I'm sorry, where a hyena would never say, I'm sorry first. I'll say, I'm sorry when you say, I'm sorry, when you say sorry first, right? So that lion and hyena, they are real components of ourselves. We have an excuse maker or, or known our ego self is what people call it sometimes. So we have our, our hyenas inside and we have our lions inside. These two characters and the part we choose to empower will make all the difference. So this whole thing of what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Who do you think's talking? Is that our lion or is that our hyena? That is a hyena mentality. I remember landing on an airplane coming from, I've traveled all over the world and and done presentations and and I consider it a great privilege. I consider it a great privilege for people to to give their time to learn. And I consider it a great privilege right now to have people's time for the listeners out there. And I want to share a story with you. I was coming in from Canada one day and I landed in Las Vegas airport. And I remember the people behind me, as the plane landed, I heard the entire plane, first of all, applaud when, they, when the plane hit the ground. I'm like, what is going on? Why is a plane applauding when we land? It wasn't a scary flight or anything. And then I realized it was January. I was coming from Canada, and they just escaped winter. <laughs> so there was palm trees everywhere, so they're all happy. But then when I, what I heard next was two people behind me, they said this. They said, I know that this trip is a success when we get back on the plane in three days and I don't remember anything. (laughs) I thought to myself, I don't think I've heard a a hyena comment like that before in my life. And what a low standard. I I think that all of us, I still have a hyena that I have to manage today. And we all have excuses. We all have reasons to delay. Our hyenas listen to excuses. Our hyenas give in to doubt. Our lions do not. Our lions know, and our best selves know, that we don't give in to doubt and excuses. We get back up, we get back up fast. And if you want a a formula for success, that is one of the formulas for success. If you take a person, when they slip and they get back up and they get back up fast, then you could put them into any environment and they will make it. They will make it. Because no matter what life throws at them, no matter what excuses come, when things go wrong, when they make mistakes or when they slip, they're going to get back up and they're going to try again. And that is a formula for success. It's huge. And that's what lions do. Mm, I love the lion and hyena analogy. It's so, it's so there. It's so evident. You have a magnificent. I see on your website, it's just somewhere I wish I was tomorrow. You have a three-day event called Master Your Power Within Event. And it's one of the things you say that people are going to walk away with is learning about these things called higher laws. Please enlighten us. What are some of those? What is that? (laughs) That's a great question. Well, first of all, there are three types of laws. We have the lowest law, which is the criminal laws. You break one of those, you go to jail. You have civil laws, you break one of those, you pay a fine. You have higher laws, which are not written in very many books on planet Earth. You won't find them very often in the court system. But you have these things called higher laws, and these higher laws are laws of the universe. They're self-evident. Stephen R. Covey, the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, referred to these higher laws, and I'll quote him. He says, These are self-evident laws that when you live them and you align your life to them, life gets better, right? So that's that's my best quote of him, right? But he did say they are self-evident laws. So these higher laws, there are many different laws. Let's take a simple one, like be honest. If we're not honest, then there's, there's things that come with it and go away from it if you're in alignment with that law. For example, I believe every higher law has a pendulum, which means as you push the pendulum of a higher law, there is a corresponding result. And what does that mean? Well, if you're honest, and guess what? The corresponding natural byproduct of doing that is that you will build trust with people. <laughs> if you are not honest, you will get the opposite effect and you will lose trust with people and you will get all the domino effects that go with that. So higher laws are like pendulums. If we push these pendulums, we get incredible results. And every single higher law comes with a beautiful benefit to our lives. Now, there's hundreds of laws, right? There's hundreds of them. And so I am a person that wants results. And in order to get results, things need to be simple. 
they need to be simple. And so for things to be simple, thank goodness this universe was founded upon four primary laws that are the highest laws in the universe. And if you align to these four pendulums, then all the other pendulums swing with these four. How awesome is that? So now, okay, all I've got to do is align to these first four and boom, all the rest of the pendulum swing. That's right, they will. So there's four primary laws. And, and I remember a person came up to me and they said, well, Brandon, how do you do what you do? How is it that you're creating your fourth, fourth multi-million dollar company? You've had a lot of success so far. How is it that you don't let the success get to your head? And it's a person who worked in my company we hired him from across the country and they came in and, and said this to me. They said, I've worked with you now for a month and a half. It blows my mind that you're not all full of yourself. How is it that you're not all full of yourself? And I said, well, my grandpa taught me that the universe always knows. That the universe always knows. And he said, what do you mean by that? And I said, well, the, the universe knows where my heart's at. And I can never hide from that. I can never run from that. So no matter how much recognition or success I get in this world, I realize that I'm still just me. I remember where I came from. I remember being broke. I remember being confused. I remember being lost. And I don't forget that. And because I don't forget that, I've dedicated my life to go back and help those people who are in those places, who want the money, who want the success, who want the secure bond in their relationships, because I haven't forgotten. And so I've dedicated my life and I consider it a calling that I am here to liberate people to get to reach their potential so they can break through any poor middle class limiting beliefs so they can become rich and have the things that money can buy. But that's not where I stop. I'm not just a money guy. I want people to become rich and abundant, which means we can have the things that money cannot buy, such as impact in people's lives, such as securely bonded relationships, such as the ability to recover bonds when we injure them, which is totally freaking normal. So how do we get back up and get back up fast? It's approaching life like this, understanding what my grandpa taught me, which is live a principle-centered life. These things called higher laws. That's called being in alignment. That's the first law, by the way. Be in alignment with what you know. Live a principle-centered life. You can't you, you can't have money that makes up for being out of alignment with your with principles, right? So, that, so that's what my grandpa taught me. We've got to live a principle-centered life. My grandpa taught me the universe always knows. So stop playing games. Stop playing games. You, you can put on a show for somebody else, but one day they'll know. One day you'll see eye to eye, and they'll know what your intent was. So how about we just do our best to have clean intent now and show up and be our best and help each other do our best. Life is hard enough, for goodness sakes. Let's, let's step into life with our lions and with, with a little bit of faith and courage so that we can get what we're really capable of doing. But I'll tell you one thing. Nobody gets what they want in this life when they lead with doubt. Mm, I got the chills many times throughout that because it just resonates. Yeah. I love that. I embrace it. And I, I can tell you what you said. You know, let's just, let's just get over that and start living life. Um, recently, that's been abundantly clear to me um, just how fleeting and, dare I say, quick, it's all come and gone, this life. And that's where I'm at now. I have my two extraordinary children, five-year-old daughter, three-year-old son, helping me embrace that personal why and motivation. And ever since those children came into my existence, I'm like, you know what? This is magnificent, but truth be told, it's going to be over before I blink an eye. That's just the truth of everything <laughs> we're doing. So I have to step up. And that really drives me and motivates me. That's awesome. I love it. I, I have five kids of my own from 14, from seven years old to 14, two boys on each end and three girls in the middle. And boy, I have learned a lot about a lot about life and people and personalities and, and especially a lot about the feminine. There, tr there truly is a, a princess inside each girl, no matter how tough they are. I mean, women are kicking our butts, Josh, in almost every category whether it's testing or responsibility or work performance. I mean, women are very capable, but it's, it's fascinating to, to raise a, a bunch of girls and, and to see that, that amazingly beautiful and powerful feminine energy, as well as the masculine. It's, it's incredible.
Yeah, yeah. I never knew. I always knew growing up and as an adult that I wanted to be a father, but I never knew how profoundly I would embrace that and how much they teach day in and day out. They just teach. You you strike me as someone, and I know you're, I know this isn't the case because you've alluded to it and I want to hear more about this, but just you know, hearing all of this from you it seems like that this has always been your your deal it, it you know i believe that at three years old you were wearing a button down some khaki that you were telling your friends on the playground all about this that's the impression i have so help me connect the dots what was brandon like take me back to the beginning as a young child growing up what was that scene like well and and leading into that, I'll just say this. We have to be really careful when we look at other people's success because when they have it, it's like, oh, yeah, they were born that way or they have it. And, and if, if we allow ourselves to slip into that mindset, what's happening underneath is there's a very subtle disassociation where we, there's some doubt that creeps in. It's like I could never be like that. And that's, that's what I see that happens underneath it. So what I've learned in my life is I've been very, 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 very careful not to disassociate from other people's success to realize they started from somewhere. They started from somewhere. And, and, and that's important. And not only do I remember that for myself, but I, I do my best every time I go on stage to address that. Say, you know, I, I'll use my success to go toe to toe with your doubts. I'll go toe to toe with your doubts. You have doubts. Great. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about them. You tell me your doubts. You tell me how it's not going to work, and then let's talk about reality. And I'll use my success to help slap your hyena around, to help you for some hyena management, because our hyenas aren't going to help us to get to anywhere good. So that's something that's been really important to me is, is remembering that we all start somewhere. And, and no, I, I grew up as a, as a kid where um, I remember my dad, for example, we'd have wonderful times together. We had times where I remember one specific time he took me camping. I have one sister, by the way, and I don't know why my sister didn't come, but I was young and wasn't really aware of what she was doing. But I do remember going camping with my dad one time. And it was so great. We, it was up in the mountains. There was pine trees. And it started to get late. We did the campfire. And we're sitting around the campfire. And we roast up some hot dogs, which is a boy's dream at, you know, seven years old. And I'm not sure how old it was. Yeah. But I do remember this. And and I remember as it started to get dark, he started to show me the stars. And this is how I grew up. It was incredible. And I remember as we went to bed that night, we got in this old tent, this old tent. And all it had was two tent poles and a couple strings that held it up. And literally, you could have put a blanket over it. That's pretty much what it looked like. But it was an old orange tent. And as I asked my dad, I wanted to know more about the stars. He said, tell you what, let me show you some more. So even though we were in the tent, he kicked down the tent poles. And we stuck our heads outside the, the window or the door of the, of the tent. So it's as if the tent came, became our second sleeping bag around us because now it's nothing sold it up. Now our heads are just sticking out of the tent. And then we could see the stars again. And my dad painted the pictures of the, of the stars in the universe. And it was, it was just the most amazing moment. I love my dad. And then something happened. Those happy times went away because addiction stole my dad. And I remember that everything changed. The camping trips did not happen anymore. In fact, that was the least, that, that was the farthest thing from what happened. I mean, dinners didn't happen consistently. I mean, it, it was incredible. It, it's incredibly painful to have this happen. And I know a lot of people deal with addiction. And eventually, what happened after several years is my dad passed away and he passed away in his addiction, but I need to share with you a detail. He passed away trying to quit. And I don't know if you know about the, not everybody knows this, but I didn't know that addiction and, and, and drugs can be so powerful that they'll kill you if you, go, if you quit cold turkey. And they really can. And that's what happened to my dad is, is he was literally in the process of quitting and his body just couldn't take it. What did I take from that experience? Well, my dad taught me how to fight. You see, I remember him telling me through those years of addiction, he says, I'm going to fight this. I'm fighting this. I love you. I know you can't feel it. I love you, but I'm going to fight this out. And, and when he went out like that, as, as ugly and as imperfect as that might have been, I walked away with a lesson that you still fight. 
you keep fighting. Now, granted, a better solution is don't get involved in the first place with, with addiction. But once you're in a bad situation, you're in a tough situation. You keep pushing, you keep fighting. And, and so you could, some people might say, well, my dad lost. Well, maybe he didn't because look at the message he sent me. And he taught me how to win. He taught me how to win by losing. And a little while later, of course, my mom is a single mother at this point. My mom decides to go back to school. And we were on food stamps for a while. And it was a tough time. Me and my sister, my mom's supporting us. And she goes back to school. She's working two jobs. And she ends up with a master's degree after several years. And my mom taught me how to fight. My mom taught me how to fight in this life for, what's, for, for what I want. And if you want something, you can have it. And so both my parents taught me how to fight. And it's, it's, it's an imperfect way of growing up. We all have our stories. And, and wherever we come from, I think we need to find the lessons. Which, and that's what I've done my best to do is to find the lessons and to find the, the good lessons that we can extract from the pain that can motivate us, that we can take the gifts that are in, in the midst of the, our lives and the history of our lives and use it for good. And that's the story I choose to remember my dad from. And it took me a while to come to that. But now that I have that clear, it, it resonates with me more than any other story I came up with as I was growing up and going through my 20s. That helps me to draw power from where I come from, even though it's completely messy. So we all come from different places. Mm. And that's where I started. That's where I started. So much beauty, really beauty in that story. A couple of questions. What was the, what was the specific nature of his addiction? What was it? Alcoholism. Alcohol will kill you if you try to quit. And did I hear you correctly that he started that addiction when you were a young boy? Um, he actually started a lot earlier when he was young but it started to take him away as the addiction evolved when, as I started to get older. So by the time I was about 10 years old, it, the addiction had full grasp on it. It's really interesting too, because before that, he, I, I heard of an experience. He had a, a sacred experience. I won't go into any detail, but he had a dream where he was warned to stop and that was his chance. He didn't take it. He kept going thinking that he had time. And that's what hyenas do. You know, our hyenas inside say, oh, I'll change later. I'm going to do it later, right? And that later game that we play with ourselves is such a, 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 a disempowering approach because we don't have to use my dad as an example. For you and me, Josh, if we choose to play the later game, later usually means never. That means, okay, I'll play with my kid later, right? And the next thing you know, you, you raise your kids and that window of opportunity where they're interested in playing passes or a real estate deal comes by. I've invested in millions and millions and millions of dollars of real estate, but I was still the guy who was a broke college student who'd never done a deal in my life. And I said, I'd do my first deal. I didn't have the income. I didn't have, I at least had good credit. I was making payments on stuff, but me and my wife, we had a total income of $682 every two weeks. That, I mean, that's, that's nothing. And we still found a way to qualify for our first home, getting a traditional mortgage. It was a small home. It was a place to start. But that's where we started, and then we turned around, we moved out, we rented it out, and we start with what we have. And so people hear, oh, millions and millions of dollars. No, we've got to go back to the first one. Let's talk about that, because that makes it reality. My point here is this, is people, never, people oftentimes don't do their first step, and that's what kills them. And why don't they? Because they're listening to their hyena, and for some reason, they justify intellectually that later is a good idea. And when has, when has our doubts and our, our hyenas ever served us? If you're going to do that later game in, in real estate, you're going to do it in your relationship, right? I should take my, my wife flowers or I should tell her I love her or I should, I should, you know, ask her how she's doing or I should ask tough questions such as if there's one thing I'd do to be a better husband, what would that be? Or if there's any expectations you had in your life in a marriage that are unmet, you know, what are some that you can consider that, that, that you'd still like to have that you haven't thought about for a while? Like you ask tough questions, you know, you're going to get some feedback doing that kind of stuff. But what's going to happen is you're going to find corners of her heart that maybe are, are songs being left unsung. And 
I think at one point or another, we, if we want to live life, we go for results. We're, we're willing to have tough conversations. We're willing to get to the truth and be honest with ourselves. And that's not always easy. Living it and saying it are two different things. And that's why this is a daily battle. We need to win our battles within daily. I can't say that I've graduated. I haven't graduated and it's over. Nope. I might, I might be very good at managing my hyena, but guess what? Every single day I go to sleep and my hyena gets rest and wakes up well rested. <laughs> As all of us have to redeal with that, with our weaknesses. I'm so glad that you said we have to win our battles daily because ever since that I've been able to conquer that and begin to win my battles daily, I quickly realized, my goodness, this is a daily thing wherein, like, I am, I am post-addiction. I am in treatment day in and day out, just like any other addiction, because my goodness, it is, I was addicted to all that kind of drama and confusion within myself. Now I say no more. And I had to displace all of that and create slow, but new, deliberate, daily habits every single day. You can't not do them one day. Absolutely. And I, I think that bringing that up, Josh, is incredible because I, rem I met, I was at a live event in Pasadena, California, and this was about six, seven years ago, and, and this lady in her 70s was there, right? Her husband, they ended up bringing their whole family later. It was incredible to watch their whole family transform, come into the Master Power Thin three-day event as her, their family trickled in over the next 18 months, and their whole family, family transformed. But I'll never forget the day when mom, got up to a mic and I and people at our events they get a share and we we talk I come off I walk off the stage I'll go out there and talk with people and we'll we'll do if people have doubts or concerns we'll talk it out right there I mean it, it is real and raw and what she said was this she said you know Brandon I've lived my whole life where I'll get into a situation things are tough and I and and I know that life or the universe that you say Brandon right she said that life is pushing me to go that direction, right? There's no other way to go. I have to go forward. And she says, and what I did do is I do the later thing. And then finally things get so painful that I, I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And they, she musters up the courage. And finally she takes this leap of faith. She uses that, you know, that courage, that leap of faith. She steps into her line and boom, she goes to the next step in life. And this is what I call the edge. Every, all of us have an edge. And to get to the next step in life, we have to go through the edge. And the edge has some dynamics. The edge is messy, it's chaotic. But what happens is that this edge is a time where we don't know what's on the other side. We don't know what life has to offer on the other side of this edge. All of us have an edge, and this is the edge. The edge I'm talking about is the edge of doubt. The edge where we don't know what's gonna happen next. The edge where we, we tremble. The edge is a place where we feel ourselves holding back. That's a real edge. All of us have an edge. Knowing the dynamics of the edge will help us to walk through life and have what's called the Midas touch, where everything that you do turns to gold. At least it looks like that from other people because you know how to go through the edges of your life. But what happened is that's what she was talking about that day. She says, every time I come up to an edge in my life, I delay. I think I'll do it later. So I'll go do something else. And I try to go to my comfort zone, which is a classic place to go instead of dealing with the edge and we do this stuff all the time if you're a salesman you you have to pick up the hundred pound phone you don't do that instead you clean your desk or you go clean your car right and it's called comfort zone so all of us have an edge and what she said this day is she said brandon i've spent my whole life when i come to the edge delaying putting it off and finally i tell myself and this is what she told herself so listen very closely she said i tell myself fine i'll get it over with i'll dap i'll just do this one last time and then she said she'd go through the edge. She'd do this leap of faith. Of course, things worked out. Thank goodness life works that way as we step forward and with a little bit of faith and courage. She says things would work out. And she said I'd be so upset when I would find out that there's another edge. I'd be so upset. And she's like, I thought I got this over with. And she said, Brandon, coming to your event has helped me realize that there's always going to be an edge there's always going to be an edge so it's not about getting it over with anymore for me she says i'm 70 years old and i'm learning it right now 
that there's always going to be an edge. So it's not about get it over with. It's about being graceful going through the edge. So when I'm challenged with an edge, I need to step into it. I need to bring that lion out and just step through it. And knowing there's another one, just get to it. Let's start living. And there are some higher laws out there that, say, that basically say this. If you believe, then things can become reality. There are some higher laws that deal with that. But we need to step through the edges of our lives. And the longer we listen to doubt, the longer we hold back, the more we entertain hyenas or surround ourselves with other people that are hyenas, then we're just going to create more pain in our lives because the universe is going to help incentivize us to go through the edges of our lives. Because if we don't, we don't reach our potential. Comfort zones are not where we reach our potential. We have to come to our edges and step through them. And any person I met, I have a friend of mine that I bought an airplane with, and he does $50 million a year. He has the third largest motorsports dealership in the United States. And I remember talking to him, and he's one of those people that from the outside looking in, it looks like he has the Midas touch. And you talk to any of his employees or you talk to his friends, and anytime they mention his name, he's like, oh, yeah, anything that guy does works out. Why? As, as I've been his friend and examined his life, it's because he approaches his edges. He does a good job. He thinks it out, but he doesn't get into analysis paralysis. He thinks it out. He might counsel with a few people, like, what do you think before a business decision or, or whatever's on the plate? And then he'll make the move. He'll go for it. He'll take the risk. And I remember the first day we bought the airplane that we had. We had the glass cockpit, latest and greatest airplane. We're cruising, going, going towards San Francisco to check out this, this airport on the other side of San Francisco called Half Moon Bay. It's this airport right on the on the beach, pretty much, and that's where you, they have restaurants. You fly in and get a burger. They call it a hundred dollar burger. Why? Because you had to pay so much for fuel to get there. I remember when we bought our first airplane together. We're flying back, and I looked at him and I said, "Hey, his name's Aaron." I said, "Hey, Aaron, why why do you think like this is amazing? Neither one of us have ever experienced an airplane to this degree. I mean, it's, it, it has more technology than 80% of the airliners in the air. And I said, why do we get a plane? And all the other people that, that, that wanted it, they don't have one. Like, why us? Why us? I mean, we're so lucky. We're, I feel so grateful. We were, it was in a moment of gratitude. We're not looking down on anybody. It was in a, it, it, a pure moment of gratitude. And I said, why do you think we get this, this, this blessing? And he said, I'll tell you exactly why. Because you, Brandon, and me were willing to take risks that other people were not. They were not willing to take some risk. And I'm going to translate that to we were willing to step through edges that other people were not. And so we just have to really examine our lives and realize how much the edge and our successful, our successful approach in getting through that edge, how much it dominoes into our lives. It dominoes everywhere. And it's not just with money. You know, in a relationship, we have to go through the edge of giving up some unselfishness. And that's a daily thing. And, and I'm a guy, I, I've been married for 17 years, and it, it still comes up where I need to give up and sacrifice another level to love my wife at the next level. And I still got a lot to learn, but I figured some things out. And that's an edge that we go through in relationships. And if we don't go through that edge, we will never have the harmony or the bond that we could. And who doesn't want a partner that's going to give, that's willing to do anything for you and anything for your lion, you, not your hyena, right? There's unconditional love is not, it, unconditional love is when we are unconditionally are willing to help our partners lion-like means not bow down to their hyenas right that that can get in all kinds of weird stuff but unconditional love that's healthy is when we unconditionally support each other's lions and who doesn't want that but it requires that we give up some selfishness so i'm just i'm using all these examples to help provide some insight and some some light in this whole idea of the edge so i've talked about this gal who was 70 years old i talked about the airplane i talked about relationships here for a minute called three different versions of how important the edge is. And if we don't know how to go through the edge and the dynamics of the edge, we're never going to get what we want. But I'll tell you one thing. The key is you have to win from within. You lose a battle, you will not make it through the edge. Period. Can I tell you how much I adore this conversation? It's so, so invigorating. 
frustrating, really. Um, with this edge, and I, I fully agree because now having experienced both of those things, uh, turning away consistently from the edge and walking gracefully through it, I can tell you how exhausting it is to turn away from the edge, which is just ironic on so many levels. You think that, oh my God, it's so, it's so scary just walking through the edge. But I'm here to tell you 40 years of turning my back on the edge has become utterly tiring and exhausting. Isn't that irony and the case and the humor of life that the edge is there for everybody today? right? And all they have to do is go towards it? Well, I'll tell you this, the, the, the universe are called the creator. I don't, I don't mean to get hokey pokey or anything with you. I, I will only, I have the intention to get people results. I'm not going to get into fluffy conversation or, or anything unless it's going to serve and help people get results. But I will tell you this, I've noticed some patterns in life and here's the patterns. If people back off from the edge, then what's going to happen is they, the universe is going to send pain. <laughs> Why would the universe have any care for us to progress forward through the edge? It's because if we don't, then we are not reaching our potential. We have to go forward. It's, it's the old saying of we're either growing or dying. And it's a reality. If we stay in our comfort zones or even try, you could try your hardest to maintain your comfort zone. And I want to invite you to ponder the lives of people who make their comfort zone a top priority. And their lives get worse and worse and worse and worse. And so if you choose comfort zones over progression, there's one thing that's coming. And it's called pain, baby. <laughs> Pain's coming. So your question, what do you do when you're at the edge? You empower your lion. You recognize that you don't listen to doubt. See, at the Master Your Power Within event, we go into the dynamics of the edge. I'll share with you a couple of them right now. Because we'll spend a lot of time in it with Master Your Power Within three-day event. I'll share with them right now. You need to know the dynamics of the edge. So when things get really chaotic, there's a lot of noise that starts to happen in life. Those are some indicators that you're at the edge. You see, when we approach the edges of our lives, there's a lot on the line. It's called our potential. What's possible is on the line. And there's a lot of forces that become active. Why is it that when you get an inspiration to call your mother to say, I love you, you walk towards the phone and then boom, distractions start coming up. Whether it's a, somebody knocks on the door, something falls over, right? Why is it when we're about ready to listen to what I call a prompting, right? Why is it that this, this noise starts to happen? Why do these, I'm just looking at patterns. Nobody needs to agree with me that the universe even exists. But I will say this, there's patterns out there. And if you recognize patterns, there is a lot going on. And it, a lot of things are happening around the edge. And when somebody chooses to, to back off from the edge, you'll notice another pattern. Things will get foggy, really foggy. They're going to lose perspective. Things are going to get harder. They're going to get confused. They'll start spinning themselves out. And notice the other dynamic. If somebody comes to the edge, you're like, you know what? I'm going to go through this. Boom. On the other side, clarity. It's the opposite of fogginess. It's clarity. But whatever's before you, whatever is, is your edge, we have a choice. You either back off, back down, make excuses, which is a hyena approach. You can intellectually call it a win and say, oh, those guys are lame. They're all about personal development. Those guys do seminars, right? I, I, and then you can intellectually call it a win. But guess what? In reality, you're a wuss because you're wussed out from your own potential. Or we go from, to our comfort zones. Or we get step forward through the edges of our lives and see what life has to offer. And all I got to say is this, we are in good hands. There's more going on here. There's these things that I call the mechanics of the universe. And when we step into our lines and we have a little courage in this life, we are in good hands and things will work out as we step forward with real intent. They will work out. It might be messy. It might be tough at first, but they will work out. And everything we want, I'm going to make a bold statement here. Everything we want is on the other side of the edge. Wow. What mantra do you live by today? Win from within. We've got to win our battles from within. 
Do you believe everything happens for a reason? Absolutely. I believe that, that the creator is alive and well. I believe that we're God's children. And I believe that we can become uh, our ultimate potential is to become more like him. So I don't mean to get religious and I'm not getting religious. I'm just telling you how my heart feels. It's, I believe everything happens for a reason. And you don't, a person doesn't need to believe in deity to recognize that patterns are there. And if you have a question in your heart, when the student is ready, the teacher appears is a very real thing. It's a mechanic of the universe. It's not just some cute saying or some Buddha quote that somebody made up. This universe is alive and well. And when you deeply want something in your heart and you add this magical component of a little bit of courage and faith, you step into your life, things can happen. This is higher laws and pendulum swing. They really do. I didn't make millions of dollars and create incredible companies like I have by just wanting money. I, there were moments where I stepped through edge after edge after edge where I had to win my battles within. And a lot of, at the beginning especially, it was the battle of doubt. It was the battle of who I am. It's the battle of, you know, I remember I went on stage and I was about a decade ago and I was, I was with an audience and, and I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, come on guys, you can understand this. Come on guys. And then there's a switch that flipped inside of me. And I, I looked at the audience and I said, you know what? If you don't want to believe any of this stuff, it's not my problem. In fact, it's your problem because you're getting in your own way. And I stopped taking ownership of people holding back and being in their hyenas. And the same is true today. If you're listening to this and, and you're thinking about this, you have two choices. You can decide, all right, that sounds really interesting. Or you can take it to heart and step into it and really apply it in your lives. You just, we just have to make decisions. And when do we want to get out of our own ways? And if you want to ask if things happen for a reason, I'll tell you what, this time right here, right now, with me and you, not just me and you, Josh, but me and you, you being a listener, there's purpose and of the timing, the content, the conversation, because you know there's a part of you that knows you're lying, knows that this is well-timed. You know that the things I've been talking about are things that you may need. and I'm going to invite you to ask a question for yourself. I'm going to invite you to ask this question, and here's the question. And this is a question that will to help illuminate where you're at. Ask yourself this question. The question is, in what ways am I holding back in my life? So you and me, just pretend like you and me are sitting by a fire or maybe sitting out at a, a, looking at some great view. We're having a, a conversation as friends, and I want you to genuinely ask the question to yourself, in what ways am I shrinking or holding back in life? What ways am I shrinking or holding back? Right? And here's another question. Ask the universe. Ask the universe this question. If there was one thing I could do to improve, what would it be? Or here's another version of the question. What's one thing I need to add to my environment? And what's one thing I need to remove from my environment so I can be my best self? I'm going to ask it again. I, really, I want you to think about this. What's one thing I can add to my environment and what's one thing I can remove from my environment so I can be my best self? And just listen. I want you to write this down, your answer. So much good here. Carrying on so, with... The, yeah, go ahead. And so with that question, that's your edge. Those are... That's your edge. It's... Whatever came to mind, if you choose to align to it and live it, you're going to go through the, you're going to, you're going to have success in ways that are magical because you just asked the universe this question. What's one thing I can do to, to add to my environment? What's one thing I can do to take away? What's one thing I should start doing? Here's one more version. What's one thing I should start doing? And what's one thing I should stop doing? And write it down, write it down for anybody listening write it down. You want to have success. You want to have the Midas touch. You want to get 
to the next level in your life, you want to get out of your own freaking way, write down the answer to this question. And what's one thing I need to start doing and what's one thing I need to stop doing so I can be my best, so I can reach my potential. And those questions right there will help inspiration come. I believe the universe speaks. And whatever you just wrote down, yeah, you could say, oh, yeah, I, I came up with it from my own mind. Maybe. Or maybe you just asked the universe and the universe just told you. I believe that if we ask questions that are good, great questions, like I just invited everybody here to ask, that we can have what's called inspiration. And I am a big believer in inspiration. And I would invite everybody on whatever your answers were, do not doubt them. Don't go into your hiding and be like, I'm going to do that later. I'll do it later. No, this is about how can I get to my step? You want money? You want a great relationship? Your dreams are going to be dependent upon what you just wrote down. And I want to encourage you to step in and live it. Win your battles within to do what you just wrote down and do whatever you have to do to pull that off because that is your next step. There you go, Josh. Well, thank you. Hearing it like that, it, it almost sounds too simplistic, but it is simple, right? Yeah, I, I think smart people outsmart themselves all the time. Hmm. You got to wow. be careful not to outsmart yourself. Yeah, people that are smart, they, they, they spend themselves out. And I, I work with people that are smarter than me, and I've, I've dealt with people who are hyenas that are a lot smarter than me. And it's sad because they outsmart themselves. And what happens is they get into this intellectual cycle where they get no results. And I don't want a life of intellectual excellence and no results. That's a hyena living right there. Mm -hmm. What do you believe happens when it's all over, when our time here on earth comes to an end? Uh, I would, and, and if you don't mind, I'll, I'll be direct and honest with you. You're asking a, a personal question and I'll be very transparent with you. I won't say I believe, I will say I know, I know that we will continue to live in our same form, in a spiritual form, but there's not a physical body. So you and I could go and shake hands, Josh, and we're both, after this life, we could look eye to eye, and we will look back at this interview, and I would be able to see deeper into your heart in ways that the flesh cannot camouflage, and you'd know where my heart was, and you know where your heart was, and it's, it's just a, it, there's more. There's more. We continue to grow. Uh, I was in Argentina and I went on a service mission when I was uh, 19 years old and I had this lady come up to me and I went and visited some homes and I was helping to build walls and doing all kinds of stuff. I went on a service mission and lots more things that I did. And I went into this house one day and this lady said, I, I don't know what it was, but people kept telling me all these spiritual experiences. And I was down there and this lady, she, she was there, she was overweight and she was, in a, a kind of a tin shack type of house compared to the United States. And she had all the love in the world in her heart. She was so kind. She gave me all the food that they had. She's bringing me all this bread. And I knew the a tremendous sacrifice it took to even give me that. She says to me, Brandon, I have a question. And, and my, my, my heart tells me that I need to ask you the question. And I said, what is it? She said, well, my five-year-old came into my bedroom last month and told me that my father, his grandpa, loved, loved me and that he was alive and well and that he was watching over us. And she said, I looked at my five-year-old and said, honey, your grandfather passed away years ago. You never met him. And the little five-year-old said, yeah, I did. He's in my room. And he pointed to the picture next to her bedstand. And he said, he told me that he tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. So he wants me to tell you that he loves you and that he's still here watching over. And she looked at me and she said, is that real? And I said to her, well, first of all, only your heart will know. Only your heart will know because it's not, it's not my place. That's sacred stuff. And I said, but I will say this. If that experience is true, what are the implications? She said, well, the implications are, and she says, I don't know. And I said, what do you think they are? She said, well, uh, that my dad still loves me. I said, that's a good one. Let's keep digging. She said, 
that my son had a spiritual experience. I said, yeah, that's a good one. What else? She said, oh my gosh, it means that we still live. I said, yes. What else does it imply? Did we turn into an eagle or a bear or a tree? She says, no, he's still my dad. I said, yes, it implies what happens after this life. I started to walk her through the experience to help her self-discover because there's a difference between preaching to somebody versus having somebody self-discover. And Josh, the reason why this story is special to me is because, come on, it's a five-year-old. What's he going to do? Make it up? What's he going to do? Make it up? And I remember a similar experience happened to me when I was 19 years old with my dad. And he, he came to me in a dream and gave me a hug and just said he's real proud of me. And it was a dream. Like the five-year-old thing was not a dream. You know, for me, it was a dream. But And in my heart, I knew it was real. So, Josh, I won't say that I believe, because I do. I'll say I know that there's more there. I've had too many experiences. We have ancient uh, scriptures that confirm it. We have uh, five-year-olds. We have children that testify of the reality of, uh, you know, things we don't usually talk about these days. But what's important here, Josh, is that we understand that there's no getting out of it. People consider suicide. It's the worst thing you can do. You, 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 you consider suicide and you find out that the pain doesn't end. You still have to deal with the freaking issue. It doesn't go away. You still have to deal with it. So it's the same edge is going to be there, whether you're on this side of the veil or the other side of the veil. And so we really need to look at life from a perspective of let's get to it. We're going to have to go through these edges either way. So do you want to do it the hard way or the easy way? And I'll tell you the easy way. You want it to be easy? Come on, I've tried the hard route. The easy way is to learn to win from within. If you win from within, you're going to win on, in, on this planet. And you're going to end, win anywhere you go on this planet and even after this life. And people who win their battles within, those are the people I want to hang out with. I love hanging out with people that win their battles. They're so inspirational. They're, they inspire me. They're, I'm like, how did you do this? How did you do that? And it's, it's amazing to watch how they dance through life. To me, it's the masters who've done this. And masters know that this, this word that's sometimes off limits to our modern society to have a little faith. I use the word courage, so it's not so politically incorrect sometimes. To have a little courage in life. Courage and, and this word called faith is the language of the creator. It's, it's the language on how we bond with deity. So you can never, my grandpa taught me, he says, you'll never know if the universe is real until you go and have a little bit of faith out there. And he says, you'll never know what life has to offer until you do it. So there you go, Josh. There's a short version of, oh. of what I think. I'll, I'll say one more thing, Josh. Every single person that's, that's with us right now, me and Josh that's here with us, there'll be a day when maybe you and I stand eye to eye, maybe in heaven or in the spirit world. And we'll look eye to eye and you'll look at me and you'll know that I came here today clean and I came here on a mission and I didn't come here just to invite you to a three-day Master Power Thin event where you can come change your life. I'm not, I'm not just here offering a seminar. I'm here on a mission to liberate people so they can get to where they need to go. And we need to liberate ourselves. So I'm not the liberator. You're the liberator. And it's good that you know that I know that I'm not the solution. You are ultimately your own solution. I'm just going to help you be a better you. The awesomeness is really inside of you. You're the hero of the story. Brandon Broadwater is not the hero here. You are the hero. And if we end up being best buddies and best pals, it's because I helped, find, helped you find your best self, just like my grandpa helped me find me. I love my grandpa because he helped show me who I was. He helped me discover the greatness that was inside of me. When I was a lost kid, I was a confused teenager, and my grandpa stepped into my life and helped me discover that, yes, the mechanics of the universe are real. Yes, there's more going on here. Wake up. Pay attention. When your heart has a question, look around because the universe will give you an answer, usually through other people. But don't you forget who it's coming from. And my grandpa taught me that. Man, this conversation is is running the gamut of emotion for me. I'm feeling it all. It's, <laughs> I, I don't even know what I'm feeling anymore. It's just a, an amazing conglomerate of goodness. I will leave you with this final question. Brandon Broadwater, how would you like to be remembered? Um, that's a great question. I think a lot of people seek remembrance. Um, there's a quote that comes to my mind. 
that we can choose to be pleasantly remembered in people's memories, or we can be remembered as a best friend. And in order to be a best friend, we need to have real conversations with people. We need to be honest. So we talked about things today that you, know, you don't usually talk about out there. You know, they're very personal things you're asking about, you know, what do I believe in and uh, spiritually and things like that. And I, I've given 1%, but 1% has lots of meat and potatoes in it. <laughs> lots of meat and potatoes. There's plenty to chew on there. But I'll tell you, there's more. Uh, so how do I want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as a best friend. And that's one of the reasons why I consider it to be a privilege, not a right. I don't, I consider it a privilege to have your time. I consider it a privilege to teach the Master Power Thin event. And I also want to be remembered that people don't realize the gift I'm giving when they first meet me. It's the people that stick around for a few years that realize, oh my gosh, this was 15 layers deep. Not only were you giving me solutions to invest like the rich and abundant, you were giving me solutions on how to have secure bonds in my relationships. You helped me to connect with my kids. You helped me to win my battles within. You know, I, and I got to say that it's not because Brandon Broadwater is awesome. It's because of the principles of, that I teach. It's the principles that are awesome. I'm a signpost. I'm simply leading people to connect with their best selves and, and recognize the mechanics of the universe so they can connect with the creator. Because if you don't understand the, that there's more going on here than we're limited. And who wants to walk this life alone? So how do I want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as a best friend. I want to be remembered that I had solutions as Master Parathin. And I want people to remember that I, I, I also created a fourth company called HealthFix Global, where I spent millions of dollars. And why did I create a health company? People are like, you're crazy. Why are you doing a health company? No, I'm not crazy. I'll tell you exactly why I created a health company. I'm tired of watching people that want to have financial success hit walls in business. I've created many businesses through my life. I've trained thousands of entrepreneurs who want to be business owners, and I've recognized the pattern. They have to create a business vehicle from scratch. And if they do that, then what happens is the learning curve is steep. Business takes a long learning curve. I'll be really upfront with you. You want to be like the rich and abundant, have the things that money that the rich have, which is money, and have the abundant things that the things that money can't buy? They do two things. It's have own real estate and invest in business. Real estate is awesome. It's highly predictable, but it's a bit slow. So you could invest in 10 houses right now. You're on a, you're on a great plan. In, in 10, 7 to 15 years, you're never going to work again. Right? It's, it, it, it will work. But if you want a faster plan, there's no faster way to make money than in business. So you have two options in business. You start your own, start from scratch. Yeah, you get a big old sense of ownership because it's all your baby. But it's all your baby. You've got to do everything. You've got to do everything, which might be a 10-year startup phase to get that thing running right. Or you can join a business. So I created the HealthFix company because, one, not only do we have world-class products with a gut, mind, and body sync, we go to the source of optimal health, and I'm talking physical health, emotional health, and spiritual health. Go to healthfixglobal.com, and you'll see this waterfall on there. And this is meant to be not only solutions so we can win our battles within, we got to have all the cylinders firing, Josh. We got to have physical cylinders firing. We got to have our mind. We have, our, have to have our gut, our mind, gut, and body. We have to have all those in sync to win our battles within. If you're malnourished, you will not win your battles within. You will approach the edge differently. So this is still the same mission, even though it's a different company. And so that's the first reason I want to help people win their battles within. Number two, is I'm tired of watching people struggle creating their own businesses. And so for $69, somebody can join. You get three friends, you get your products free. You get six, you end up getting some, now you start getting paid. And it's just awesome. There's a, I, I spent millions of dollars starting it. We have 70, over 70 clinical studies. We have nine products. We have weight management, like Fat Thrasher. The world's never seen a Fat Thrasher before. Anyway, they're easy products to talk about. And somebody has a multi-million dollar background of, of infrastructure behind them. They have labs, research, warehouses full of product, and nobody has to go and build the system. It's a direct sales company. I'm a big believer in direct sales. And so how do I want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as not only did I come with solutions on how we can win the internal, the intangible, but I came with a tangible solution. And for 69 bucks, you join the and become a wellness partner. And now you have a business vehicle 
or I'm the guy. I, you know me now. You spent an hour with me. I was there when I gave away the last 1%. I asked the advisors, my team has taken 12 companies past a billion dollars. I haven't done a billion-dollar company yet, but I've brought consultants and people onto my team that have done it 12 different times. That's our team, just to give you a little sense of the caliber. And I said to them right at the last part when we designed the compensation plan, I said, how can I give one more percent to the wellness partners? And they said to me, you don't have to do that. Nobody will know. I said, I started this HealthFix global company. So for the wellness partners, for the entrepreneur. And my commitment was I would push everything down. I'm not going to be some guy on the top who's sucking the cash. We're all going to be well rewarded. But I want this to be real. I want it to be the best. Give them the last 1%. He says, nobody will know. I said, I don't care. Give them the last 1% we have to give. So just so you know, that's in the background here. It is, it's been designed with real intent. As you can tell, there's a little bit of a mission going on here. Here's the mission. We empower people to unleash their potential for greater health, wealth, and happiness by going to the source of optimal health. So if you want a part of that, I want to be remembered by that too. I want to be remembered not for a health company. I want to be remembered as I was a friend, same thing, same theme. I was a friend who came with solutions. Here's some stepping stones. Don't listen to your hyena. Step into it. If you want to do your own business, great. I'll support you doing that. If you want something that's built for you, I've done it for you. I've done everything I can, Josh. I don't know what I can do more. Speaking of, we've now spoken over an hour and like you alluded to i feel like we just touched the surface and my goodness we can go back and listen to this tangibly and strategically and inspirationally and emotionally and all of that there is so much here but i feel like we just touched the surface which is very telling about you as a person uh, i see your heart i see where it is and i just adore it i adore you you are my new hero brandon broadwater <laughs> thank you sir for joining us today magnificent thanks josh and remember at the end of this journey with me you're going to be the real hero it's, it's not about me and i think it's important that everybody knows that because knowing that you're with somebody that knows that, then they're not going to think they're the A game here. You're the A game. Well, it's not I just really cute language that. either. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. It's been a privilege being here. What, a, what an incredible show you have. Thanks for being transparent. Thanks for sharing your heart. And what a privilege. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, thank you. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in, spending your time. I hope that there was at least a little nugget you can grab onto, put into action. And you know the theme, walk through that edge. Let's do it. Share it with us. I want to celebrate with you. Whether I do or don't, do it for yourself. Go walk through that edge. Make it happen. And we are going to make this happen before too long once again. Until we do, thank you for tuning in. Go get them. Thanks for listening to The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Make sure to subscribe through iTunes or Google Play so you can get notified every time we publish a new episode. And we'd love to hear your thoughts with an honest review on iTunes. Finally, follow us on your favorite social media platforms to keep the conversation going with Josh Carey and today's guest. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>